Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Water Glow Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Indigo. And today's episode is going to be about shadow work. Scary stuff. Super spooky. <laughs> <laughs> kind of goes with a the theme. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is almost it, Halloween, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boogie, boogie, traumas <laughs> creeping in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, um, I have to admit, like, I had heard about shadow work for like a long time, right? Um, like, you know, I, I'd read a little bit of Young, like, back in the day. And, right. you know, like, uh, it, it, it's kind of a, I don't know, when I first encountered, like, the, the idea of shadow work, uh, it seemed a little bit more like a, like a buzzword, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot yeah. of people talk about it. Um, but they don't seem to fully understand what it actually is. Right, right. And, you know, it's like integrating your shadow, right? Right. And it is, uh, um, uh, you know, people talk about that a lot. You know, you got to integrate your shadow. And I've noticed, like, a, a, a lot of times when I've heard it talked about before, it almost seemed like it was more like suppression, right? Mm, like, Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, like, like you have to face your darkness so that you can beat it. Right. right yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Right. Um, yeah. The when I was still a part of the whole like love and light only that was definitely the um, stance that they took on it was like mm-hmm. defeat the darkness. And as it turns out, that's not actually how you do the work. You actually have to integrate it. You have to face it mm-hmm. and face it head on and sort through it and it's painful and it's messy and it's difficult and it can be very scary at times. Right. But that's, that's how you integrate. You integrate, you don't, uh, delete you know, or get rid of. Right. Right. You don't kill your shadow. You develop a working relationship with it. Right. And if you do it right, then your shadow will protect your light. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Balance and all things. Yep. Yep. But it's 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 more like, um, I guess like a summary would be like you, um, you have to like face, accept, and learn to work with the parts of yourself that you don't like, or that yeah, or that you're or that scared you hide. of. Yeah, right. One of that was one of the more difficult things for me when I experienced that like. Uh, spontaneous awakening thing Mm -hmm. where I understood everything was realizing like in your shadow there are some very dark things like you have to face the fact that you are capable of some very dark things and not everybody's brave enough to do that I went into denial several times like nah nah but it wasn't until I finally like faced that I was capable of doing some not so nice things that I was able to integrate my shadow and move past that. Right. doesn't mean that I did. It just means you have the awareness that you are capable of. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's very, very common for people to be like, I would never. And then they do. Right. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. they aren't aware that they actually could. So, I don't know. It's 
that, that was something that I, I kind of struggled with, like uh, when, when I started kind of doing the shadow work stuff, right? It's like you see various aspects of yourself that you didn't realize were there before. Uh-huh. And I kind of fell into like um, hypervigilance, I guess. Yep. yep like same. kind of being being scared of being myself because I'm like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to be an asshole. Right. I yep. don't want to be I don't want to be these things. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like if you refuse to face that you are capable of it, mm-hmm. then you are more likely to embody it. By accident. By accident and become all the things you claim you would never be. Right. Right. And and that's kind of what shocked me awake was like I realized that I had said and done some things that I never could have like calling Trump a Cheeto. Like yeah. that bothered me that I did that because I realized, oh, I'm bullying somebody that I don't know. And I'm saying awful things about somebody with no evidence that they deserve it. And even if they did, you're still a dick for doing it. Right. Like, that's just, you know, but I was in denial about that. Oh, I can't, bu- I can't be a bully. No right. way. Well, turns out because I refuse to face the fact that I am capable of doing it, Source was like, I'm going to make you one so that you can see that you actually are. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I've, I've I've had some experiences with like, you know, looking back on various things and just being like, wow, I was uh, I was kind of an asshole in that situation, you yeah. know, and you know, uh, understanding that like you have that capability, um, then you're less likely to do it by accident and only do it when you need to. Yep, it allows you to move with awareness. And when you have Mm -hmm. that revelation that you did something that you said you would never do, that you embodied something you really didn't want to embody, that you have to forgive yourself because Mm -hmm. you didn't do it with awareness. You didn't do it with intention to do harm. Uh, So forgive yourself for what you did before you knew better, before you knew yourself, and forgive the other person, you know, involved for whatever role they may have played. And that's doing shadow work. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, you know, I think with the, with my shadow work, right, uh, some of the things that I've had to kind of incorporate and deal with is like, I've, I've always ha- had this like fear of being an asshole, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So I, I was always like way too nice to everybody. Well, yeah, you would as a, to over, like overcorrect for it. You mm-hmm. would go out of your way and sacrifice your own well-being, your own mental health, your own emotional well-being to make sure the other person was satisfied. All the time. So that they yep. wouldn't think you were an asshole. Mm-hmm. And they were actually the asshole for asking you to give more than you had to give. Right. Yeah. It's like a reverse projection almost. Like you were mm-hmm. so scared of being an asshole that you attracted assholes to you. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and like... um. And uh, another one was like a, a fear of being selfish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was so afraid of being selfish that I like never did what was best for me. Right. Yep. And just like basically was like a doormat like all the time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that attracts people who like to walk on people. Uh-huh. Like yep. you're you're basically sending out a signal to the universe, to source, God, whatever you want to call it, aliens, whatever. Uh, when you're 
expressing more in your fear than what you love, then source is like, oh, you're afraid to be walked on. Let me send a shitload of people to walk all over you so that you can learn how to overcome that fear. Either you're going to settle into being okay with being walked all over, or you're finally going to stand up for yourself and say, no, I've had enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be your doormat anymore. Right. Exactly. And, you know, uh, um, I always thought back then um, that the correct approach was to learn to be okay with being walked on. Right. Right. No. no. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, mean, I guess it like, if that works for someone, then go ahead. But like, it was extremely, extremely unhealthy for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I've watched you blossom into standing up for yourself, even with mm -hmm. me, which I freaking love. Like, yes, don't let me push you around. <laughs> it's great. Like, yeah. Watching someone who who went from a pushover, a doormat, whatever, do their shadow work and integrate all this really hard and painful work that they've done, get to the point where he's like, no, this is what I want. This is what I need. And you're going to honor that, period. If you can't, well, whatever. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and that's the benefit of shadow work. Like, yeah. you, you get to a point where you're embodying your light but your shadow is protecting it your shadow you're working with your darkness to protect your light and to navigate a uh polarized world mm -hmm. uh with both if you get rid of one you're off balance and it's going to be really really difficult you need to have both if you want to navigate duality right yeah exactly <laughs> and you know it's like you know, i think a lot of people kind of misunderstand a lot of stuff about shadow work because like um one thing that I, I, I kind of like threw me off at first when i was first trying to look into it was like um you don't have to be an asshole about it you know like like you, you, like 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 you were saying like uh you know expressing wants and needs and boundaries and things very clearly right um you don't have to be a dick about it. You right. could just be like, these are the things that I need. Um, just say it let's just work, and work through it. Yeah. Right. Let, yeah. Let's come to like a, a workable solution. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just say it honestly. Like, mm -hmm. you've said some things to me that, before that hurt me, but it was from a place of unconditional love. Like, honesty is more important than, uh, shielding or hiding uh, a painful truth to spare somebody's feelings. You can say mm -hmm. it honestly. You can say it with love. You can just be like, hey, look, I don't know any other way to say this. It might sound kind of crappy. I don't mean it that way, but and then painful truth, right. you know, mm -hmm. there's no nice way to say certain things. Right. Exactly. And, you know, uh, I don't know. It's a. I guess it could get a little bit tricky trying to do that with, um, you know, working around triggers and stuff. Right. Like, um, uh, there, there've been a couple of times that I've, uh, said some things to you before that were like, you know, painful truth kind of things. Like, you know, I'm feeling this way. Yeah. And you got a little defensive at first and, you know, I was like, uh, no, 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 it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not saying 
this is your fault. I'm saying this is what I'm feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that's me doing my shadow work. It's Mm -hmm. like I was always everybody's scapegoat. Everything was always my fault. Oh, it panned out that way because of her, you know, and that's my own trauma that I'm working through. So my response for for a very long time to painful truths was to be like, oh, I didn't do it. It wasn't, you know, defend myself because... That's that's my shadow. That's my shadow work is like scapegoat. Yeah. Always the scapegoat. Yeah. Everything's always my fault. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really common too. Like, uh, I don't know, like d- defending yourself when, when you don't actually need to defend right, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. And eventually you reach a point where you realize, oh, <laughs> this person isn't attacking me. Right. Just being they're, honest. They're just being honest and right. genuine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that makes a huge difference, too. You know, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, I, I think that that's why I was kind of, like, hesitant to to, to do shadow work originally. It's because, like, I, I've known a lot of people in my past that were, that, that claimed to just to be honest, right? But they used it as an excuse to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like they're, 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 there's kind of this, like, stigma around, like, New York City culture, where it's like, yeah, we're not we're we're not assholes. We're just honest. And like a lot of people that I've met from New York City, that wasn't true. They were just dicks. <laughs> yeah, they just use it as an excuse to be yeah. an asshole. Yeah, I met some rad people from New York City, but like I don't know the whole like blunt honesty thing. Mm, I but don't if know. You, like, what? That's another thing. Once you've done your sh- your own shadow work, like you can sense if a person is intentionally trying to hurt you or if they're just giving you a painful truth but if you haven't done your shadow blah, blah, blah. words are hard um if you haven't done your shadow work kind of like we were talking about a minute ago you might mm-hmm. get defensive you might lash out you might try and uh turn the conversation from the point that the person's trying to make into like i used to be like i used to kind of be like if you told me a painful truth, I'd be like, well, here's a laundry list of bullshit about you that has nothing to do with what you were trying to talk about. Right. And that was my shadow's way of protecting itself. Right, right. And that's that's pretty common, too. Like, uh, I I definitely had that going on. Uh, I usually didn't say it out loud, but definitely in my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is... It's, it's kind of a self-reinforcing, like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong because he's an asshole. Well, no, actually, he's not an asshole. He, that's actually a huge show of unconditional love. If a person feels comfortable enough to say a painful truth to you, that means they genuinely care about you Yeah, and your connection with that person. Mm-hmm. So try to take that mindset. Like if somebody is speaking a painful truth to you and it hurts, it, obviously it sucks to hear something negative about yourself instead of lashing out. Just be like, wow, this person really cares about me, like enough Mm -hmm. to try to fix this thing that, you know, to work through this thing that is causing a rift in our connection. Right. And I think that, you know, motivation is a huge thing um, for, you know, communicating that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Like, um, I don't know. I've I've had some people in the past tell me some like what were presented as painful truths, but we're actually just people being dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Deliberately trying to hurt and control and manipulate, you yep. know, you know, like, uh, well, 
you have these problems, blah, 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 blah. But the cool thing about that also, when you have integrated your shadow and you have focused on self-love, is that when somebody's like, well, you have, and here's a laundry list of faults. Mm -hmm. You're like, "Mm, nope, that's not true, actually. I don't feel that way about myself. So you could just take that laundry list and fuck right off. Yeah. Or... (laughs) Or if it's accurate, you know, you're just like, yeah, I know. Yep, working on it. Yep. Yeah. Or, you know, it's part of who I am. Oh, exactly. And if I could deal with it. Yeah. So, yeah, shadow work is super important if you want to move forward with like living with awareness and mind and mindfulness, moving through this reality uh, with awareness. Um, If you deny your shadow, you're you're going to be stuck in this weird cycle of being forced to face it so Mm -hmm. things could get really dark when you deny your darkness when you deny the things that you need to look at they Mm -hmm. could get really really bad for you to the point where your life could completely fall apart because it's something that you need to do so source is going to continue to put you in situations where you have to face it and if you keep refusing they're just going to get louder and louder and more destructive and more destructive until finally you're like okay I have some some stuff I need to work through. Right. Yeah. And for for me like before I started integrating my shadow it was like my whole life I was constantly at war with myself. Yep. You know. Like constantly watching myself to make sure I didn't turn into an asshole or like be selfish or whatever. Yeah. All the things we were told make you a good person. Yep. Yeah. And that, that, that's a big, big part of it is like, you gotta, you, you, you have to work past and let go of the mental models that you have built around what it means to be a good person. Right. Because for like, for most people, I think the church kind of defined that for you, like mm-hmm. what you need to do, what you don't need to do. And and it turns out that that's not true. Like you could pretend to be a good person all you want, like by following all the rules that the church or the love and light only or, you know, whatever gives you the government. You're only yeah. a good person if you wear a mask and get vaxxed. You know, OK, you could pretend, but you could actually embody it. Mm-hmm. Instead of pretending to be a good person, because, you know, you go home and you're like, wow, that, you know, that person was a dick or the person you pretended to be nice to and you're and behind their back. You're like, oh, that person's a dick. You know, you could actually get to the point where you genuinely are nice to people that you don't like because you're not an asshole. Does that make sense? Like yeah. When yeah. you do this work and you face the things that are keeping you from doing that, you move through them, remove mm-hmm. them and you actually are a good person instead of pretending to be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that's, uh, that's actually one of the big signs of an unintegrated shadow is like getting really, really pissed off at other people for just living their lives. Right. Just you know, uh, there's this one tweet that always pops up this girl, like I freaking love her tweets. They're so snarky. And she was like, look at me over here just living my life, pissing you right the fuck off. And I was like, yes, queen, yes. Yep, yep. Yes. It w- oh, God, I loved it. I was like, yes, that is the no fuck energy I'm here for. Yep. Uh, but but that's the thing is like, 
that shadow ruling you. When mm -hmm. you look into the people that you know you don't like, that's your shadow ruling you. And, yeah. and that's you giving a fuck about somebody who's just living their life. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually the, you know, in my opinion, um, that's the uh, the cause of this particular phenomenon that has actually been scientifically proven um, where the most homophobic people are uh, latent homosexuals. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just like they're, they're suppressing something about themselves. And when they see it being embodied outside of themselves, they get really, 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 really mad. Yeah. Like somebody living their truth mm -hmm. unapologetically when you're not. How dare piss, you? Yeah. How dare you be free to express yourself when I'm keeping myself from doing that? Yes. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and that kind of freedom, it comes with integrating your shadow. Like yep. for me, a lot of my shadow work had to do with shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. Um and what really pushed me into my my shadow work and like forced me to face it was after my first telepathic experience because I realized when I when I it finally clicked that I was speaking to somebody through my mind. I was like, holy shit. And my mind immediately went to the things I did not want them to know. And I was like, well, what the hell? And I, over time realized it's because of shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. And if you could heal, you don't necessarily have to hide the things you don't want people to know. You just need to heal the shame and the guilt around them so that, you don't feel shitty when it comes up. So mm -hmm. like secrets, for example. Yeah. If somebody like spreads your secrets all over the place, if you don't have shame or guilt around those secrets, they can't be used against you. Like people, right. are, they end up just showing who they are. They're mm -hmm. assholes. Yeah. And they, they are intentionally trying to hurt people. And if you have no shame and guilt, they can't do that. Right. Sure. They could, they could slander your name, gossip, drama whatever fake news whatever mm -hmm. but you remain unaffected because you've worked on shame and guilt and that was a lot of my shadow work was was realizing that if i could work on not feeling guilty for the wrong i had done and not feeling shame over the things that i was told were wrong then i could establish a more clear telepathic experience to try and explore that um and as a result, ended up integrating, fucking around and integrating my entire shadow and experiencing singularity and what it is to be whole, which is really worth the work. Yeah. It really is worth the work. Yeah. I, I had been doing some, like, shadow work uh, for a little bit. And then, like, I had that um, kundalini activation, right? Right. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> and then, like, you know, my as a result, my, my third eye kind of, like, popped open. And... Uh, well, I, I, I have a suspicion that a, a lot of people that are working on trying to get their third eye open, the reason that they are, are struggling with it is that, I mean, I don't know, maybe this maybe this was just me, but it was like once my third eye opened, it was like, you know, looking in the great mirror. Oh, yeah. Not everybody yourself. can handle that. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody uh, can. They don't realize what op they think opening your third eye means that you're going to see oogie boogies and like yeah. energy and cool, like floaty things. They don't realize that the first thing you see is yourself. Yeah. Well, maybe not the first. I mean, I, I don't know. I saw some I saw some weird shit. And then, and then all of a sudden it was just like, whoa, I see myself. And what the fuck is that? Yeah. That great mirror <laughs> moment, man. That will 
that will push you into doing the work. That's for sure. Uh, your, yeah. your, your options after seeing the great mirror, the, the great mirror is when you see who you truly are, mm-hmm. not the stories you tell yourself, not what everybody else says you are, who you truly are. Yep. You look in that mirror and you see your raw, naked, vulnerable self, completely free of ego and illusions. And you have two options at that point. You either become the embodiment of your darkness and a monster or you do the work and you integrate those not so nice things that you saw in the mirror. There's some beautiful things. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but for me, one of the first things, you know, the first I was so hard on myself and did not love myself and, you know, was very self-critical so when I saw the great mirror, the first thing I saw was ugly, was same. was the darkness. Yeah, same. And then as you work through it, you you start seeing more beauty. Every time you look, it gets a little nicer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't know if, if people could actually stay in that state in front of the great mirror. That would be weird. But yeah, uh, I know that it's nice to check in. Mm-hmm. And see how you're looking, you know, uh, am I balanced still? Do I got more ugly? Do I got more pretty? I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> you only know if you look. Yep, that's true. And you have to be brave. Mm-hmm. It takes bravery to look at yourself in that way. Yeah. Uh, every time I think about like, I don't know, when I had that experience, uh, you know, after I recovered from it, all of a sudden that that scene in the never ending story where where the guy's talking about the the mirror test um like the uh, atreya goes to like the that inventor guy right i don't remember that part oh man but i don't remember what you i should... had for breakfast That's cool. <laughs> we should watch that again yeah it was really okay. good but he, he was talking about like you know there, there's a mirror that you look into and it shows you who you truly are oh yeah and he said mo- he's he's seen like grown men run away screaming yep and that like most people can't handle it yeah. No, it can it can actually make you go insane for the rest of your life if you're not mentally prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. I could I can see that. I don't know. I, I guess with like how self-critical I spent uh, like I've been like most of my life. It was just like, oh, here we go again. OK. <laughs> but you're weird like that. Like <laughs> that's the thing is everybody has their own experience and their own perspective on the matter. Like mm-hmm. the things that sent me screaming and had me like literally trembling in fear at certain points Ben was like oh that's cool and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you like that's terrifying oh he's just like meh I I, I, no I guess no not really yeah well I mean you know I, I spent a lot of my teen years just kind of like exploring philosophy I mean I didn't even read that much philosophy I think I read like spoke there Zarathustra like when I was like 18 of course um but aside from that I, did, I really didn't really look into philosophy that much right but like I've, I've always like kind of like had a philosophical mind like but, I, yeah I, I, w- I would go through like you know um epistemological deconstruction and stuff like <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know like, what that means like uh, um it's like Figuring out what you can actually know is true. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Right. Like, um, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I kind of went through, like, I guess a similar thing to, like, Descartes did, where it's like, well, I I know that my senses can be fooled, so what do I actually know for sure? Oh, yeah, yeah, that gets into weird territory, yeah. Yeah, 
I get what you're saying. Some yeah. of this stuff takes you down some weird paths. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I explored a lot of those weird paths when I was pretty young. So, like, it's been a while. And I don't know, I guess my mind has always kind of worked that way. So, yeah. like, you know, some of this, like, weird, like, mind-blowing stuff and yeah. revelations and stuff, I was, I'm just like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's not quite exactly what I was expecting, but that's rad. And meanwhile, I'm over here like, babe, what <laughs> the hell is happening? Yeah, it's it's just everybody experiences it differently depending on your perspective. Yeah, I, I remember like you had your singularity moment, right? And, oh God! And you were just like, "Oh my God, what is happening?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I remember hearing Alan Watts talking about that." I was stuff. like, "Make <laughs> it stop! Make it stop! When's it gonna stop?" <laughs> yeah, and yep. it didn't. Yeah, it's there's these windows of time where where you experience the oneness of all things and. The first time I experienced it, it really freaked me out. It scared me. I tried to stay away from it. And then you get to the point where you can hold the windows longer and longer. And in those moments, you can access the all-knowing mind. You can you can literally know anything you want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's definitely an ebb and flow. Yeah, to, it, to but awareness and the stuff. algorithm to get there is nuts. <laughs> like, it, it, it's so much easier to just like know that it'll happen when it's meant to happen and allow that than it is to try and access it. Um, I know that I could just be like, all right, check it out. Uh, higher self. I would like to access some information. So take me to the singularity space, please. And it will. I don't ask though, because I don't like it. I like it, but I don't, it, I don't know. The setting has to be right for it, mm-hmm. but this goes along with shadow work. Like you can't make that straight line connection without your shadow because your shadow will distract you from the direct line to the all knowing. Yeah. So if you want to access some people, I think people, some people call it the Akashic. I think it's the same thing. I'm not sure, but Mm. the infinite mind, the all knowing all information that ever has existed currently exists or will exist is in this space that you can access. But if you haven't integrated your shadow, then on your way up, you're going to hit each block that you need to address in your shadow. It's kind of like, a, I don't know, I guess you could kind of look at it like a reward almost. Like you can access it for moments without having integrated your shadow. But in order to access it for an extended period of time, my experience has been that you have to have an integrated shadow first or makes, at least actively work on it. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, like, like I said, like when my, my when my third eye first started opening, it was like, you know, I was kind of exploring some stuff, and then you know, I started it got like slapped in the face with the great mirror, yeah, and it was just like, whoop, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's like before you get to access the cool stuff, source is like, whoosh, take a look at yourself first <laughs> before you try doing anything external. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I don't. I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not like I don't have a great understanding of the mechanics behind all of that. I just know like my experience was like I, I just started looking at some like, I don't know, trying to figure out how reality works, I guess. Yeah. And then saw myself instead. Yeah. And <laughs> see, I was given the, that understanding. No. Yeah, I I don't know. I was given that understanding of the mechanics behind it. And then it was like blooped out of my mind because you can only understand it when you're at a certain level of awareness and then Mm -hmm. you come down in frequency and it makes no sense. 
Yeah. But I just remember being completely mind blown by the intricacy of the the math behind synchronicities and reality mm-hmm. and how it all works and explaining it. I would love to be able to do that one day, but as it stands now, it's just a little secret that stays in my brain <laughs> because I am incapable of expressing it in words. Not because I don't want to, but because I literally can't. <laughs> It's ineffable. Yep. Yeah. Ramble, ramble, circle back to shadow work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, I think like, you know, uh, it's uh, it's way more peaceful once you've integrated your shadow. Like, right. you know, you, you can go through like some pretty difficult stuff and it's just like, okay, well, this is what's going on. Right. right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I think a lot of times um, it makes it a lot easier to deal with um, unpleasant interactions, too. Right. You know, yeah. Th- th- like, I don't know. I've, I've had some interactions recently that would have, like, caused me some, um, I guess, distress. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the past. And now I'm just like, okay, this is a thing that's happening. This right. is why it's happening. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, see, uh, other people uh, kind of projecting their unintegrated shadow doesn't bother me because I know how it works, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important, like, you know, it's there's this trendy thing going on right now, the, the war between good and evil mm. and good light, evil, dark. And so it's like... <laughs> Anything, any external battle like that is a representation for something internal, right? Mm -hmm. So you have your shadow with the darkness, your light, you know, source, God, whatever, uh, your awareness. And so long as you are subscribing to external us versus them situations and narratives, it's a representation for something that's going on internally. You're identifying with it externally, but if you were to resolve the battle between your own dark and light, then you would not feel the drive or desire to take part in the external battle. And when you make peace between your light and your dark and you integrate them, you no longer see war outside yourself. You no longer take part in the battles. You no longer feel the desire to engage in it. You still help where you can, you guide, Mm -hmm. you, uh, mentor you know whatever help other people understand this stuff but you don't really engage in the war and there's nothing wrong with that right right i've caught a lot of shit on social media for not wanting to take part in the us versus them narratives and it's not that it's not that i approve of evil or whatever it's just that i understand its purpose like i understand Mm -hmm. shadow light external representations for what's internal and Sometimes some people still need that. They can. I'm not a bad person for choosing not to engage in that. Yeah, and, and I don't know. Like for, for for me, a lot of a lot of the uh, the us versus them stuff. They're like, you know, pick a side, right? right. And I'm like, nah, you'll both suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's. I'm so once I figured that out that it's all like stories and manufactured. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's manufactured war. Like yeah. all the p- sides fight because their shadow and their trauma that they are denying are being exploited 
by being like, that person over there is responsible for your pain. It's not true. Yeah. It's not true. That person over there doesn't give a shit what you do. Yeah. <laughs> but because somebody else told you that person is responsible for it, you're like, well, I got to go fight them now. And then that person was told that you are responsible for their pain. So they're like, I got to go fight them. now, And then you guys fight. But if you faced your trauma, healed your pain, you would have no trauma or pain to be exploited to mm -hmm. take part in these dumbass culture wars yeah. that make no sense yes. when you actually think about it logically. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Your shadow's being exploited because you refuse to look at it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once you, once you integrate your shadow, it's uh, far less likely to fall into the extremely common behavior of becoming everything you that you claim to stand against. Yep. Yeah. You know? That part sucks yeah. when, you, when you have to face that. Like, yeah. oh, man, I actually am the asshole in this situation. It just looked different from what I expected. Mm hmm. And, you know, that's that's been going on since, like, before written history. Right. Like, and you with look through our history, it's, like, <laughs> all over the place. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's just interesting. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but when you have awareness, all that changes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you can, like, I don't know. I, I think a lot of times, like, um, I mean, I've, I've caught a lot of shit on social media for not picking sides too, you know? Right. Um, the, the, this whole, if you're not with me, you're against me thing is just, it has people looking really dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, but, if you don't fight the white man, you must be racist. <laughs> How much sense does that make? If you don't fight the white man, you're racist. Yeah. Like they got you guys sounding so stupid. I love you, but it's dumb. It's it's literally contradicting itself. Yes, yes. Or like I don't know. On the on the other side, it's like you know we fight for freedom, so don't you dare live your life the way you want to because yeah. you have to live it the way I want to because freedom. Exactly. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's it's so weird, but uh, yeah, it's it's like you know I've I've caught a lot of shit for like not picking sides or like believing the wrong thing right? right like you know wrong think yes the petty exactly. police boop, boop. yep and that's uh, not just like one particular party or like political group or anything like that or, or even or even like non-political like every like every outlet of society all over it. the place you know yeah I mean, you're I've, not I've, a good person unless you do things exactly as I say. Yeah. You're not inclusive of things that are of people who are different from you unless you accept all of my beliefs as your own and live your life exactly like me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Everybody like, needs to be exactly like me. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had some people that were like, you know, always talking about like how, uh, you know, politics is divisive and anybody that looks at politics is just fueling the division. Right. And you know, I don't, I don't care, I don't care. Like, do whatever you want. But like, some of these people, these exact people, like, you know, uh, w when I first like, um, started being open on Twitter about being poly, right? They were just like, "How fucking dare you!" Right? <laughs> you, 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 you enjoy orgasms? You enjoy giving people orgasms? What? No, unacceptable. Satan. Yeah, Satan. just like you. Are having fun and enjoying yourself and indulging in pleasure. You're obviously the devil. 
it's, it's very strange. But it, it's just, you know, uh, again, like an uh, unintegrated shadow. Uh, and it's, it's definitely not a coincidence that the people that got the most angry were the... Uh, um, Love and Light uh, Mafia. Well, the the people that are like very vocal proponents of eternal celibacy. Oh right? yeah, <laughs> boy, are they in for a shock? <laughs> yeah. Oh, woo. Uh, Kundalini is like Kundalini energy. Super sexual is so sexual. You're gonna want to bang nonstop. Though no fap is not gonna work. Like you're gonna have to get it out. Yeah. Like unless you want to walk around with a boner yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But or I mean I I. If I understand correctly, I think that um, there are certain like energy manipulations that you can do that like transmute that energy. But like, I don't know. I think that takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Well, and, that's like, a level of mastery. Like, okay. If, if you are part of the celibate or no fab, you either have not had a Kundalini awakening because you don't understand the sexual energy that goes along with it, or you have mastered transmuting sexual energy, in which case you should put your focus in teaching that because yeah, there's not a being lot of people, people who could benefit. <laughs> Instead of being a dick to them, like, oh, you masturbate, you're going to hell. That's exactly what the church did. Yeah. Like, what is wrong? Yep. Like, come on. People <laughs> can do whatever they want to do. It could not exist if Source did not deem it so. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to like jack off 30 times a day, <laughs> they can. Leave them alone. Right. Go hang out with the people who like to keep it inside. Or I don't, I don't know. My celibacy was unintentional. I don't understand the point of not having sex. But I understand that I don't understand mm -hmm. why they do that and what benefit it serves to them. It would be nice if they could understand that they don't understand why expressing my sexual fluidity is important to my path. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I know that I don't understand. I think mm -hmm. it's ridiculous because mine involves expressing it a lot. Right. Theirs involves with withholding and keeping it in. Yeah. I know that I don't know. If they could know that they don't know about me, that would be great. Yes, yes. That, that, that's something like, I don't know, there have been a lot of times where like, you know, I've seen differing, um, different paths and different approaches for things, right? And I'm always, I'm always curious, like, you know, how does that work for you? Right. You know, it would be nice to be able to have a back and forth conversation about it so that I could understand instead of yeah. someone being like, oh, you have sex, you're obviously, you're obviously a demon. So yeah. I'm not going to talk to you. It's yeah. like, well, okay, well, maybe educating the uneducated on it would lead to peace and understanding and no more fighting over like you were a dick to me because I have sex. <laughs> so fuck you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I've, I've, I've tried to like figure out some, some of these like alternative, like, uh, paths, like the paths that I don't entirely understand, you know, and have no interest in following because uh, they're just, not for me right everybody um, walks their own path yeah exactly and you know most of the time regardless of what path most of the time that i've like asked for clarity like okay well you know tell me about that right right and just like this is the way it is the end right and or or if you actually were you would know like yeah 
there are infinite paths to the same destination. Mm-hmm. We're just on a different one. Yeah. And I would like to learn about yours. But if you're going to be like, you either get on my path or n- don't talk to me, then you're the one being the intolerant one. You're yeah. the one being exclusive, not us. Yeah. It just reminds me of the, the Talladega Nights where he's like, if you don't shoot big red, then fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. if God, that's so like, so such a sick shadow that needs to be addressed to be like my way or no way. And then also in the same breath saying equality, unity, yeah. everybody should be their own person. Like, how about the people that you don't like? Are they allowed to be their own person and you could just like not bother them? <laughs> right. Yeah. You should only be your own person if it's exactly the person that I expect. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And it's like uh, unity for all, except for those assholes over there, because I don't like them. Yeah. No, that's not that's not how unity works. Yeah. Get that shadow in check. Yep. It's because you're denying some part of yourself and mm-hmm. it's externally represented as somebody you don't like. It's an... It's an external representation of something that's going on internally that unfortunately only you can find unless we were to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation. Right. <clears throat> right. And, you know, it's, it's like, uh, like Carl Jung said, um, everything that irritates us about other people leads us to a greater understanding of ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. There, are, there are aspects of myself that other people represent that I don't care for. And you know what I do? I leave them alone. Yeah. Because I'm not going to beat myself up for something I can't change. Mm-hmm. So why would I beat somebody else up for just being who they are? Right. What I will do is if you represent some aspect of self that I don't really want to engage with or interact with, I'm going to leave you alone. And that's it. Yep. If you dive headfirst into the things you claim you hate, you, you it's weird that you can't see you actually love it. You love the hate. You love mm-hmm. the fear. You love the confrontation, which is why you're giving it all of your attention. Yeah. Refocus on what you love and watch how quickly your life starts turning around and things start getting brighter. If you're focusing on what you hate, that is your higher self bringing your attention to something within you that needs to be addressed, not within them. They don't need to change who they are naturally who they are is their business. It's not your job to change them just as you would not like it if they tried to change you. So instead, figure out what part of you is being so heavily drawn to something you claim you hate Mm -hmm. and heal it and watch how quickly you stop giving a fuck. Yeah, that one took me a while to figure out. Yeah, I mean, longer than I care to admit. Just because we, the only reason we're able to talk on all these things is because we've lived it. Mm -hmm. We've experienced it. We've grown and evolved and changed and moved out of that way of being. And because of that, we're able to look back and extend a hand to our friends and our loved ones that we care deeply for who are stuck in these horrible patterns and loops Mm -hmm. because they don't know that they don't know. So we're trying to help get that information out there. And rather than fight us on it if you don't like it you can fuck off and if you do stick around like we don't care if you stay or go Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna help anybody who needs it period yeah well anybody who asks asks yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, that 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 one took me a while to figure out too it's like you know savior complex yeah trying to help where you're not even wanted or needed or needed 
Yeah. Yeah. You, you, that's one thing. All the elders that I've talked to across all the different cultures that I've like talked to people from, like all of them have said the same thing. Never ever offer healing unless it's asked for. Yeah. And, and that was something that really stuck with me because if a person isn't aware that they need healing and help, then no matter how much you offer it, they can't hear you. They won't implement it. They won't use it. And you'll be wasting your time and energy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you will be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, um, I think like from, from my, my end, I guess like the, um, I think about the only thing that I can do unasked is just express how I feel, you know? Yeah. Be like, hey, notice this thing making me uncomfortable, right? Right. I, you know, and taking responsibility for it. Like, I feel uncomfortable with this thing, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, bring it to their awareness. If if you know, I don't know if it's, if it's like somebody that I'm following on social media or something that I just unfollow them because I'm just like, eh, uh, it's so not worth the effort. Yeah, not something I'm interested in engaging with. No thanks. You don't I'll have pass. to go out of your way to to be like. Hey, you're wrong. You could just be like, "Oh, that's their their thing. I'm gonna keep it moving and yeah. not engage." Right, but right. There, are, I found out the hard way that there are people in this world who cannot help themselves. They have to let you know you're wrong instead yeah. of just being like, <laughs> oh, I'm, "I'm just gonna let them be wrong and go about my life." Like they can't stop themselves. They're like, "I must let this person know they're wrong." Yep. And it's like, are you trying to convince them or yourself? Yeah. Is it because they're confident in their truth? It triggered you, upset you, and you you, you got to try to get them to deny their own experience and truth to embrace yours so that you don't feel so bad about it? Because that's what it was for me. Like, Yeah. And, you know, ba- based on the, the few times that I've engaged with <laughs> with that kind of behavior on social media, uh, most of the time it's that they're trying to convince themselves. Exactly. Most of the time yeah. they're actually wrong. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, mean, I know I was. Yeah. And that's the like shadow, shadow, shadow. Yep. Everything, everything negative and positive externally can be traced back to something within you. And the key yep. is to use the negative to figure out what within you is resonating with it so that you could heal it and, and work through it and maybe even transmute it to a positive. That's magic. That's alchemy. And give yourself credit for the good you see in the world. The good mm-hmm. represents something within you too. Focus on the positive more than the negative. Yeah, you're you're you get so deep into the everything's gone to shit. Those people over there need to change. Those people over there are responsible for my personal problems from childhood that they don't even know about. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the mental gymnastics to make some of this make sense is just out there. But focus on what you can control. Mm-hmm. And that's yourself. Yep. And if you can't bring yourself to be nice to people, to to stop yourself from from cutting somebody down or bullying or whatever, then maybe stay away from people or, or social media or whatever while you figure out why. Why right. do you have no discipline or self-control to stop yourself from being really cruel to people for no good reason? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that that doesn't. Um, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you just like stop caring or just check out, right? Right. Like I don't know. Um, I, I know like a, some people's paths include changing things in the world, 
right? Right, absolutely. Um, and if, if that is someone's path, that's great. Like, we need that, you know? Right. Um, you could do it without, like, cutting people down, though. Right, right. And, and, and the thing about, like, integrating your shadow, like, understanding, you know, integrating the shadow so that the um, reflections and projections that are external don't bother you as much, right? It doesn't mean that you don't care. It means that they don't bother you. Um, you can still, like, go out and fix things that you want to fix and, like, make changes that you would like to see happen, but you don't carry you don't, it with you right, longer right. than you need to. Right. You don't You're carry right. it with you and you don't let it drag you down. Um, it, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like uh, I've, uh, you know, we live in the country. Occasionally we get black snakes, right? Mm. It, like we've, <laughs> we've had a couple of black snakes like sneak in the house before <laughs> and right. I had to get them out. And like when you're dealing with stuff like, especially like reptiles, right? Um being afraid is the worst fucking thing that you can do. Right. You you have to stay calm and collected when you're dealing with sticky situations like that. Right. right? Absolutely. Same thing with like, you know, global issues, I guess, like um, issues yeah. that are like bigger than... If you're emotionally reacting to the situation, then you're not actually getting anything done. You're just right. throwing a temper tantrum mm -hmm. about an issue that you could actually make a real change with if you could control your emotions and think about it logically. Come right. up with a solution to the problem instead of just screaming about the problem. Right, exactly. And, you know, that's a... You're, if you're expending all of your energy in emotional reactions, then you have less energy to actually do something about the things that you would like to see done. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We got real rambly on this one, but you know what? I kind of like it. Yeah, me too. I think it turned out really good. Yeah. So... We we might do another episode on shadow work later since we did get so rambly. There was a lot coming in. Um, but yeah. yeah, the the shadow is basically the parts of yourself that you keep hidden from other people and sometimes from yourself. Yeah. And you illuminate the shadow when you turn and face it. Right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. And you can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, all kinds of places. Basically, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we're probably there. If you'd like to support the show, you can become a patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at podcast at waterglow.net. Thank you for listening, everyone.